Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Joey, Imran, and your boy, Cheeky Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk with today our special guest, Des from Soga World. How you doing, brother? Hey, I'm great. Thanks. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Joey, Emran, how you guys doing? Yeah, all good. All good. Excited to have Des on the show here. Yeah, I'm all good, Mike, as well. Yeah, really interested to see you talk about NFTs. It's going to be great. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be an interesting topic, one we haven't covered yet. Uh, Des, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what Soga World is? Yeah, sure. So, um, so my name is Des. I'm a founder, co-founder of Soga World, which is basically a, a web-free agency, creative agency, where we on, onboard talent and brands into the web-free space. And so um, we've, for instance, we basically pride ourselves on like knowing the latest in the tech and just try and do really dope use cases in the real world using web-free technology. So we went and did like the first NFT ticket and music event last year with the guys from Get Protocol. That was really dope because we went and worked with the guys, uh, major DJs who are obviously massive Emma piano artists and we did that for their first headline show, which was about um, just under 2,000 people turned up to that show. And so everybody had to have NFT tickets. Didn't matter if they were a VIP or guest list or whatever. That was really cool. And we also went and worked with like um, Strawberries and Cream, which is a festival in the UK where we went and tokenized their festival experiences. So people could like win different experiences and whatnot. I mean, like uh, backstage passes, X, Y, and Z. Um, and yeah, and we just pretty much do really, really dope stuff. So we just recently partnered with LimeWire, who obviously has just made a comeback and we've onboarded like a lot of top artists onto their platform and just kind of doing it different, I suppose, because in this space, like everybody talks about like, you know, trying to create an NFT project which has some sort of animal attached to it. But I kind of feel like that was a bubble that's now kind of gone and it's about actual real world use cases. So yeah, so that's why we created Soga World. I specifically wanted to be an agency that kind of just helps people kind of get in rather than a make um, than a marketplace. Because obviously in your marketplace, you have to make sure that you've got constant IP. And sometimes if you ain't got that, then your marketplace is, is dead. So um Whereas being able to kind of leverage our, our, our background of working in the music industry and obviously um, my passion for crypto, because I've been in the space for a few years now, um, yeah, kind of seemed like the best fit. Yeah, it's, sound, man, it, oh yeah it, sound, it sounds dope. It sounds dope. I think it's I think it's a unique, unique take, you know, being able to digitize a ticket and, you know, kind of the backstage pass thing that that to me sounds super dope. But yeah, Joey, go ahead. If you want to get into some questions. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Des, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Obviously, you mentioned you've been in crypto uh, space for a while. So um, how, how did you get started in crypto? Uh, so I actually got shamed into the market, funny enough. So like about five years ago, like before this previous bull run in 2017, um, I basically somebody on Facebook would put, like message me if you want to buy Bitcoin. In fact, let me take it back. I actually got first. I actually first got told about Bitcoin back in 2011, 2012, because before I got into music and um, like the crypto space, um, I was actually a scientist. So I specialized in microbiology and virology. And I've got to give this guy a shout out. His name's called Astiak. He's a virologist at King's College at the moment. And we worked together um, at Oxford University Hospitals at the time. And I remember we were walking down Headington High Street. And he's a prolific smoker. He was just like, 
<laughs> have you heard of this uh, internet currency called Bitcoin? I was like, nah, mate. Well, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, you know, you should check it out. I went and bought a couple on eBay, you know, so I reckon you really check it out. And obviously, at the time, I thought, mate, this guy's trying to breeze, but okay, fair enough. That sounds good. But at the time, I was trying to save up to do my MSC, so it didn't really make sense spending money on this magic internet money, um, which is quite funny because obviously there's Min Coin at the moment now. But anyway, that's another question. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I kept on hearing about it. And then what happened was, yeah, somebody on Facebook, like a few years, fast forward a few years, somebody on Facebook put on a status, oh, yeah, message me if you want to buy Bitcoin. So I was like, oh crap okay somebody do I know let me just message them I was like hey mate yeah well, I want to buy bitcoin how do I about, go about doing that and he was like all right um send me one address here are my bank details send me the money and I'll send you the bitcoin I was like so what's a wallet address like how do I know what the, what that is then he went and sent me a link to exodus and he was like here's your wallet address yeah sign up to that and then pay me and then I'll send you Bitcoin. I was like, hold on, how do I know if the transaction has gone through? What is this? And I was basically was asking like 21 questions. And then he just messages me back and he's like, you know what, Des, I'm not gonna send you in, I'm not gonna sell you in a Bitcoin because clearly you don't know what you're talking about. And also like, because you don't know what you're on about, um, you shouldn't be in the space. And I was just like, mate, who are you to tell me what I can and can't do in the moment? <laughs> and so off the back of that, I was like, all right then, like, God bless, wish you a good day. Um, then I pretty much off the back of that, I just went on a massive deep dive and Google was my friend. So I just typed in what is Bitcoin and all of that lava. And then um, obviously the first one that most people usually go to is Coinbase. And obviously at the time they were only selling like three coins or four coins, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash. Um, but then there was this talk, <coughs> sorry, there was this talk of this new currency called XRP that everybody was trying to buy. And I was just like, yeah, do you know what? I want to buy some of this XRP. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because at the time, Ethereum was like expensive because it was like 80 quid. And I was like, man, I could buy like, like for 80 quid, I could buy like God knows how many XRP. So um, yeah, I was trying to find platforms that sold them. And there was like only a couple like Bitstamp and like another one. But none of them made me feel comfortable to actually put my money on there. So fortunately enough, literally this new platform called Binance had just set up and this was like in the summer of 2017 and I remember like oh that sounds nice let me go and and just sign up and I signed up and it was just so seamless I was like oh this is like such a nice platform because I then tried there was this other platform called Cryptopia I don't know if you guys remember that or know of it but I got actually scammed off of that one like it yeah it just went uh fast anyway but Binance was great and I've been like and I was really fortunate because that was like the first week that they uh launched and I was one of the first UK users of Binance and then since then wow. I've, I've been I've been onboarded as one of Binance's angels and so like I um, do like community management and whatnot like I've met CZ a few times and like the team and they've been doing really really dope stuff and yeah so that's how I kind of got involved in the space and obviously through doing my own research because my guy decided not to tell me about crypto. <laughs> I, I just basically put on myself to be a self-professed crypto evangelist. And so when loads of people were asking about oh, cryptocurrencies or Web3 or NFTs, I just felt like I'm not going to be that dick. So I just thought, you know what, if people ask and they want to learn, just tell them because it's, it's going to go into help 
move the the space forward and move right. some bounds if you just help them out and just it's not hard and if you know the stuff like what is it just to explain like five minutes of your time so that's what yeah. I pretty much did and it's been great it's been absolutely good so obviously that's how I kind of developed the reputation within the music industry as being like that crypto guy so when the NFT stuff started happening everybody was like oh yeah let's just call Des Des can you come into our that's cool uh, dude so when I did like workshops at Spotify, at like Ministry of Sound, Polydor, like a lot of the music labels. Sounds amazing, them. man. Sounds amazing. Des, um, tell us um, all of us about some of the people that you've worked with and, and who's been your most favorite so far? Well, um, in terms of just like NFT projects? Yeah, <laughs> NFT projects. You've got some big names you've been dealing with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, can, I can say this now, like, um, because his drop's going to be coming out in the next month. So we've just been working with H at the moment. Um, he has been an app, him and his team at NQ. They are amazing, absolutely amazing people to kind of work with. Um, they, we're doing their drop. And what we're trying to do, like, as I said, we're trying to move away from just doing general, like, NFTs, like, uh, PFP models. So we're actually creating this NFT where it's going to impact his chart position. So actual real world use case of you buy this NFT with the album, we've been chatting with the OCC here in the UK to make that chart compliant and whatnot. So that's been dope. We're also working with Neo. He's, um, his team as well, they've been absolutely great. So we're gonna be releasing his NFT. He's actually gonna be on tour in September. So um, we're gonna be doing some stuff there. And he's just, he's just phenomenal like been in a few studio sessions with him as well just to kind of having to teach him the about it as well and it's quite interesting because he's done he's been about the space but he hasn't he doesn't actually didn't actually fully understand it and when he was in the UK I literally had to go to his spot and just teach him everything and him and his team just so that they felt comfortable about it so he's been really dope um also been working with um we've got Anne-Marie as well um we've been doing her collection and she's yeah, that, that one's going to be really, really fun. That's going to be like another first, but we're going to be doing really cool brand collaborations as well. Um, and then we've got a whole backlog of other artists who we're currently working with that I can't say because we're still under NDA, but just know that they're they're giants within the music space. Do you do you feel like do you feel like there's a lot of educating that you do with your artists where you're you're needing to like really explain cryptocurrency and then also explaining NFTs to the artists for them to like grasp the concept of what you're going to be providing or, or do they have a little bit of knowledge coming into it? Yeah. I mean, right now, like everything's about education. Everybody has to know what it is that they're getting involved with. So sure. yeah. otherwise it's like, you're just chatting shit at the end of the day. And, <laughs> and, you, and you see that with um, different different artists who've done nft projects and that hasn't done well like for instance i don't know if you saw chris brown's nft project my man has over 10 million however many followers on the ground and he only sold about 300 400 um, of his pfps and so, so it's like um it's it but it's just because like when you look at the marketing around it his page is just full of so much that it kind of it takes away from the beauty of what this technology cannot have to offer and so this is why it's so important just to be able to educate and just not just about what nfts are but obviously what goes into making an nft project successful and success is not just selling out it's being culturally relevant and i think that's where we are at this moment in time 
So again, being able to educate is 100% key. And I think in the lifespan of like Web3 as well, we are still in that education phase until everybody knows what an NFT is. And that's when you don't call it an NFT. That's when we just call it like uh, a picture or like a digital collectible or whatever. It's just is, it's not a token. I think once we kind of move away from that and like your mum and your auntie, whoever walking down the street is engaging with that technology <laughs> without actually having to understand it, then that's when I know that, okay, we're on we're past the education phase and into like the, the fun bin. So, so Des, the majority of your customers at the minute uh, are so well, just the artists, but I'm, I'm imagining there'll be a, you know, a vast customer base uh, eventually. Is, is that the idea? Yeah, so like it's not just artists. We also work with like we've done a lot of stuff within sports as well and like different brands. So like we went and did the first um, DAO that actually bought a football club, um, which was great. They they own twenty percent of a football club in Greece, and so um, yeah, the, I suppose the end goal is to be able just to do really cool stuff with the tech and just make it accessible. Because like, okay, fair enough, at the moment, it's just the whales who are able to kind of have fun. Like you're trying to sell your collections to these guys who understand the space more early. Yeah, but sure. I'm, I'm beyond that. I want to be able to get so that um, a million, two million people can buy one pound, two pound NFT. And then they're all getting involved in the space as well. And so that's what I'm really trying to push. You want everyone involved, right? That's the main thing. Now, um, Des, with this DAO, are you involved in the DAO? Because I'm a, a, a governor of Harmony One Protocol, so of the DAO. Are you actually involved in the DAO for the uh, football um, club or not? I'm not, but our business partners are. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, that sounds interesting. Now, look, congratulations, right? And I respect the hustle. Um, you know, you should be proud of yourself. I mean, you were selected for Barclays Black Founder Accelerator Programme. Now, yeah. you know, it sounds really cool. I'm, I'm, you know, I understand it. You know, I've been through these sort of things and... I respect the hustle, believe me, it's not easy to get on, right? And, you know, it, it is a difficult thing and it's a big achievement. What does that bring for you? How, how did you get involved in that? Can you tell you know, our viewers a bit about how it works and the youngsters trying to get involved, you know, to just try and help them out if you can? Yeah, sure. No, I really appreciate that because, again, like, it's just being able to take this mythical technology of blockchain and Web3 into the mainstream. And sometimes you do have to partner with... Um, established centralized entities such as like Barclays who were really fortunate and were really great to obviously have Sober World be a part of their ecosystem and so yeah with the Black Founders Accelerator program um, that was just an opportunity that kind of arose through um, obviously creating this agency and realizing that okay then we're getting a lot of opportunities but I as I said I don't come from like a business background I'm just a hobbyist and I want to be able to learn the game that is like raising funds, getting great project managers to kind of get involved. Because at, at the end of the day, what we've realized, like we're having to turn down a lot of work. I mean, even with like, for instance, we've had a, a few opportunities with some big Netflix shows, huge Netflix shows. You wanted to do some projects, um, but we just didn't have the capacity to be able to follow through on those. And so I was like, I don't know what I want to. I, I need um, a bit of help in, in this particular area of trying to grow our company. And so that's what um, this uh, this Accelerator program has basically helped us um, to do. So we're they're basically teaching us a lot of stuff. We get exposure to a lot of like VCs and a lot of just 
ideas of like being able to raise funds like um in different seed raises and whatnot which is the game where the moment you speak to different corporates everybody's ears kind of um, pricks up so um yeah i'm just really excited to be involved with this 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 is like the third cohort um and yeah just basically welcome a lot of people and yeah kind of take the company to the next phase because as i said we're not a marketplace and I would have ideally have loved to have done an ICO to have raised the funding, but obviously the market conditions <laughs> are not that great. So um, yeah, this, is, this seemed like the, the next best opportunity. And more importantly, it just gets anything web free related into the mouths and into the eyes and ears of like the people who are in the top positions of power um, to be able to understand that this isn't just a phase, this isn't just like a bubble, it's actually here to stay. And I want to be able to translate that in a way that they understand so that they can put more money into the hands of people like myself and you guys who can actually help take the space to where it needs to be. Well yeah, done, mate. Well done. Yeah, con congratulations, Des. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very exciting. I do have a more of a personal question rather than a SOGA question, but are you personally more invested in NFTs or crypto? And also, what was the first crypto you bought? So I am more invested in crypto personally. Um, and, and in terms of the first crypto I bought, it was, I think, I can actually check my Coinbase history, but I think it was like Litecoin. Yeah, it was either Litecoin or Bitcoin. So I remember at the time, Bitcoin was like a couple grand. I just thought, hey, I I'm not spending a couple grand on this. <laughs> and I saw Litecoin was like, I don't know, like eight pounds or something ridiculous like that. I was like, yeah, I'll buy 10 of them. They'll, they'll go up to like the same price as Bitcoin one day. I'm still waiting. I don't hold any Litecoin anymore. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to ask that question if you still had it. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Des, bringing it back to um, NFTs then, where, where do you see the N NFTs, the NFT market going in the next five years? I think the, the term NFTs are going to change. And so it's going to be like a buzzword that um, only people within the space would understand it, but it's not really a case that everybody will know. But I honestly do believe that the end form of an NFT, and this is just me like speaking my mind. Sure. I feel like an NFT is going to be like a cookie. You know, when you go on the internet and like it saves all of your cookies and all your sites, they're going to be the new version of NFTs. And so unless you've gone onto like a particular website and then you've basically got that NFT to say that you're there, then that will then grant you access to other websites. And so for instance, like I even remember having a conversation with Google about this when they were saying also, what is it that we should be doing in order to kind of get into the web free space? And I was like, Google Chrome should be a wallet. And so like instantly the moment that you're collecting all of these cookies, they're essentially NFTs that can grant people X, Y, and Z. And so that's why I feel like the, the end goal is going to be like actual tangible use cases behind the scenes that people don't really realize, but it's like everything's trackable because that's what blockchain is about. It's about being able to have everything transparent and immutable. And, and I feel like that's where the space is going to go. Um, but obviously at the moment we're in the phase of like, easy wins and things that are a lot more palatable and it just so happens that like 
the music industry and the art industry have been the ones to adopt the technology like back in the day how like the porn industry was the first to kind of uh, adopt like um, the videos with like with um, YouTube and whatnot it's the same thing but obviously now it's just going to evolve so yeah that's how I kind of view this tech going Okay, one more question, and then we'll then we'll let Des. I know he's got a yeah. roll. Des, what's your biggest achievement so far? Wait, that was a very good question. <laughs> um, just just huddling. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard. It is hard. Yeah, no. Oh just, man, I yeah, love it. Just, I love it. Yeah, huddling. I mean, obviously, I'm. Yeah, being able to set up this this agency and doing really cool stuff and just finding my my team that. I do have to give him a massive shout out, like my co-founder Lucy, Jess, who head, heads up our head of um, music, and Ryan, who heads up a head of sport. Like what we're doing in the space is absolutely fantastic, and I couldn't be where I am without these guys. And so, um, yeah, that I suppose is my biggest achievement to date. And I'm also just in the process of writing up my PhD, so I've still got another like eighteen months worth of that. And so, wow. when I finish that then that will be my biggest <laughs> wow. top man. Yeah. Des, well Des, you, you're, you're an incredible individual, man. I, 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 uh, I know this was short lived, man. I th honestly, I think we could have talked for probably like a couple hours, but I know, I know you're busy. You're running a business. Uh, we'd love to, we'd love to get you back on when you have a little bit more free time and continue our chat, you know, not just on NFTs, but kind of the crypto space, you know, in general, I know you're kind of more focused on the NFT side, but you know, our viewers would love to hear from you again. I'm sure, you know, this was, this was great. Good opportunity to uh, chat with you. Congratulations on all your successes. And, you know, hope, hopefully we can do this again for sure. Is there, is there anything you'd like to leave our viewers with, you know, in regards to Soga world or NFTs or, or any of that? Um, no, just, just keep on doing the freaking, the fight, the web three fight. Like this is a lifestyle. It's not like, it's not a phase. And so like, when you guys are committed to it, like you have, if you, you've got your, your crypto, your NFTs, have them diamond hands. Hold on. But sell. Don't forget to freaking sell. <laughs> take profits, baby. <laughs> profits. Yeah. Yeah. Always got to take profits. Des, yeah, I've got sure. one more quick question for you before we let you go. Uh, yeah. Is Bitcoin going up or is Bitcoin going down from here? That's a good question. So I was saying to everyone. Is the bottom in for you? 